Hey, yo, what's poppin'? It's the homie Sydney, and you are now watching the Kickback Sessions. Let's get it, y'all. Okay. Hey, yo, what's poppin'? It's your girl, the homie Sydney. I am more than excited to be here with actually my friend, MX. We come from D.C. for school. I know he from Baltimore, real life. You, like, born and raised in Baltimore. I'm just a transplant from college. Yeah. Tell me about growing up in Baltimore. What does it mean to be a Baltimore brethren? Man, <laughs> um, I have extreme pride in, in where I'm from, mm-hmm. uh, being born and raised in the city, um, Cherry Hill specifically. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, of course, there's a negative connotation that comes with it. Everybody associates it with the wire, whatever the case may be. But, you know, I wouldn't trade it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it built the most character, you know, and it's definitely been a huge part of, what I speak on in my music, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, definitely love Baltimore. Can I cuss on it? Of course you can curse all right, on it. All right, just making sure. But growing up in Baltimore, what about the city speaks to your soul? The people. The mm-hmm. people, like, we have our own little culture, uh, you know, because we're, we're close to, like, D.C., Philly, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, but we're completely different. Like, we don't even claim Maryland like that. For like, real? Nah, so, like, Baltimore is, like... It's own little state in a way. Exactly. That's, how, that's how it is for the people. Exactly. Somebody's like, yo, you from Maryland? I'm like, nah, I'm from Baltimore. Baltimore. You it's completely me? different. My boy, my bro is, is from Maryland and shit. Shout out to Mo. Free mm. party and shit. My nigga's from Maryland. He's from Largo. But, um, you know, we, we always, like, we always separate the two. Whenever we mm-hmm. meet anybody, it's like, nah, like, he's from Maryland. I'm from Baltimore. You know what I mean? And, like, so, what's the difference between a Maryland guy and a Baltimore dude? Like, how, how can you, like, if you, like, looking at somebody, what can you tell? Like physical, like a physical difference, a mental difference, yeah, an emotional difference. I mean, it's 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 physical. It's like it's also shit. How we talk, whatever the case may be. Mm. I, I be cold switching though. I ain't gonna lie to you. You know, like I, I just been. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I went to Howard and everything, so I've been yeah. influenced by a lot of different Definitely. cultures and shit. Anyway, and I, honest, honestly mm. speaking, I don't like how we dress necessarily. I mean, I still wear dopes and everything like that. So, did like, you always have style, or did you start off with no style? You you low key just shitting on Baltimore's. Nah, I'm not shitting at all. I'm it's not just a fact. I just don't like, as far as for me, you feel me? Nah, as far as as far as like, for me, it, it doesn't work it, it doesn't necessarily work for, for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, new balances and all mm-hmm. of that shit. Like, it's cool, you mm-hmm. know, but I'd rather, I was always Nike, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely a physical difference, too, as far mm-hmm. as uh, shit. P- PG at DC, um, as far as PG Maryland, they wear a lot of, like, um, Nike boots and, North Faces and Helly Hansen. Some real like East, that. some real, real East Coast yeah. shit. You still liable to see us in like True Religions and mm-hmm. and you know four nine eights and nine nine twos, nine nine threes, all of that shit. As far as New Balances, whatever mm-hmm. we call them, dopes. They call them phone posits, phones, mm-hmm. whatever. It's just a different, little bit of a different language. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the lingo. It's the look. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. We. We used to bang heads a lot more though. Like now, mm. like now it's a little bit more fluid. Yeah, exactly. Cause, cause I think everybody now, especially in our age bracket and everything, mm. we're, we're back and forth a lot. Like we party a lot in DC. We don't mm. party in Baltimore like that. Niggas is too busy getting shot and shit. You know? so, so DC is usually where y'all go out to yeah, explore. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about that. how you started to build your own personal identity. Uh, shit. I mean, just traveling and just being around like being around other people. Mm-hmm. Like. Of course, I always had, you know, my, my bros and shit back home. But um, especially when I was getting into, you know, looking at colleges and whatnot, I did like a college tour and, you know. School was always something that a university, something you always wanted to do. 
Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. My parents kind of pushed that on me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because but you decided personally a black university. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's something that was important to you. Absolutely. Why yeah. so? I, I, wanted, I wanted that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, went to, I went to Mount St. Joseph High School. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I, was, I went to, like, the high school with the intention of playing sports. I ended up, my sports career got halted, whatever the case may be. But I was going <laughs> to their to their sports camp since mm-hmm. I was, like, eight years old. You know what I mean? And I was, like, predominantly white. Like, we even had, like, a lunch table. For um, just the black kids? Yeah, was, we called it Little Africa. <laughs> so you how, know, I how many to, was in the circle though? Was it like how how big was the group? I mean, like all of our lunch periods might might have been different mm-hmm. too. So it'd be like on average eight to twelve at a time. Out of I mean? how many kids usually were in the shit school? in in the in the cafeteria yeah. at one time? Like one one hundred some I, some shit around there. Yeah. So, so that was, so that really influenced the need you felt to go to a black university. You craved and just where I'm from, like I'm from Baltimore, I'm predominantly from black Baltimore. area. Like, yeah. Even though I went to, you know, like that's a private school. Like where mm-hmm. I'm from didn't reflect even the white people that I was around. And you know, shout out to you know, I, I love white people to death. But you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I just I didn't I didn't <laughs> grow up around that necessarily. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that wasn't what I saw. Mm-hmm. You know, waking up and, and leaving out of my house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So entering the Howard experience. How was it navigating, especially freshman year? Like, did you acclimate very well? Was it a shock no. to you? No. <laughs> it was a struggle in the beginning. No, it was a super struggle. What made it a struggle? I mean, shit, uh, St. Joe was an all-boys school, too, so I got... It's a little different. Yeah, I went to Howard and lost my damn mind a little bit. So fresh, freshman year was a little wild for you. It was, like, it was a little... Oh, yeah. Little, little I lost my scholarship. Um, I was having too much fun. I, I, had, mm-hmm. I was influenced uh, by my big bro uh, greatly. He was... Super popular. I was in and out of clubs when I was seventeen. You had a fake? Nah, I just happened to be <laughs> clouded up at that point, low key. Like everybody <laughs> wanted me to like help promote for uh, the clubs and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Anyway, so you know, it was like, yeah, we know he's underage. Give his ass an X and keep it pushing. And just like, keep it pushing. Let him in. Yeah, exactly. So it was a difficult first year. How'd you start to kind of transition? I know I met you through your college years, and I met you at a point where it was. I felt like you were very acclimated. You were very comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think um, it was just more so the need to like focus. I wanted to be the the first person in my family to graduate from college and whatnot. So mm-hmm. that was like a main motivator for us. It was like I have to buckle down. You know what I mean? Right. I ended up taking time off actually my sophomore year because I was like, "Yo, I'm." What were you studying, by the way? Political science. Interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you you not using that degree right now? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Watching all of this Trump shit go down. Of course. No, but, but um, um, okay, so then you took you took some time off during yeah. the time off. Is that when you first started to expose and engage yourself fully with music, or were you starting to do that before you went to college? Around that time, yeah, because I started to like get involved with like street shit and doing shit that I wasn't supposed to necessarily before, be before doing. college or while you was in school. A, a little a before and then during mm-hmm. and whatnot, and then um, you know, I found myself just on the wrong path, you know, mm-hmm. so. It was like I just kind of had to separate myself, you know what I mean, like, and and really, like I said, refocus, really get mm-hmm. back to why I was doing it, you know what I mean, my, because since I lost my scholarship and everything, my parents were, you know, shelving out money mm-hmm. and shit. It's like, you know, I'm I'm wasting it essentially mm-hmm. if I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. you know, do what I'm supposed to do. And I feel like that's a very it. mature stance, but a lot of kids, especially that age, don't always find that find that independently themselves, like that that choice that they need to change. Was that sure. something you knew personally you needed to do, or were you getting outside influences telling you, okay, yo, you need to get your shit together. Like, this is not working. It was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit of both. But I think, like I said, it was it was mainly, like, me looking at myself and being like, okay, nigga, get it, get it together, bro. So what did that path look like on uh, making that change for yourself? Uh, and how did it begin? 
Um, I had a, mm, I don't want to speak too much in detail. I mm. had some shit where I got caught up though, basically in in what I was doing. Mm. You know what I mean? And and I think that that was like the the final straw. It was mm. like, okay, this could have gone real, real left, real left, real left, real. But by the grace too. of God, you feel me? Yeah. Mm. But by the grace of God, you know what I'm saying? I was I was, it was like a hey, slap me on the head, mm. like nigga, get <laughs> get it together, because otherwise, mm. you know, you you could really go down that rabbit hole. So I think. Um, that's what kind of brought me back to reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, I just kind of, I had to see it through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had to see it through. Um, I'm never the type to stop doing what I'm doing, or, you know, quit early or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. I wanted to pledge, all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. I didn't have the grades to do it, though. So it's mm-hmm. just like, nigga, what you going to do? You going to figure it out yeah, and get it together. You going to fold or you going you gonna to follow up? Follow what through. about pledging was important to you? Why was it something that you wanted to accomplish? Shit, it just it opened my eyes to. If people don't, they don't know. What do you pledge? What did you pledge? Okay, so I pledge Cap Alpha Psi. I'm a new Bloody Z. Um, shit, you already know. Shout out to the home team. But mm-hmm. uh, basically, it opened my eyes to just show that you know I can really go through anything mm-hmm. and 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 make it out on top at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Like, there's just so much that I went through in that process. Mm-hmm. You know, without being too detail oriented, uh, mm-hmm. to just say that like. I didn't think that I was gonna make it on the other side. You know what nice. I mean? And it was dark. You know, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, long, rough, and rugged, to say mm-hmm. the least. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it was one of those things where it was just like, you know, now that I feel like I've done that, I feel like I can do anything. I'm not scared. You felt unstoppable. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. Going into interviews and shit mm-hmm. with people, it's like, nigga, I've been through the worst shit ever. So this you know? this doesn't phase you? Nah, and it, I mean, it, it wasn't phasing me before. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shit that I've seen just in the city that I'm from. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know. That was a different a different mental haze than it was like you know growing up in the streets so to so to speak you know what I mean so it's just it was just different you know what I mean mm-hmm. I feel you so that relentless attitude that you built through that chapter of your life yeah made you pretty fearless I would say by the end of it right yeah one hundred percent and then going into your music career and starting to engage with music yeah did you start off very fearless how do you view yourself nah, in the music no. process no nah, hell no i was always real timid when it came to like my music and shit like that because i mean i knew that i loved to do it and i was but i was just doing it for me like it was my mm-hmm. way to you know vent and you know put, put all of my energy into something positive mm-hmm. rather than into something negative mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so uh it started off real rocky for me because it was just like i could have easily been on had i just been focused and really mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like, fully putting all that energy yeah, straight into the music. Yeah, all shit. of it into the music, you know? So it wasn't that. It just, it kind of naturally happened for me when I realized, like, okay, people really fuck with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So why don't I start to take it a little more seriously? So that's what And I'm when you first started to take it more seriously, what was the first song that really had the people super receptive? I was like, okay, like, yo, I'm on the right path. Like, this is working. Like, people, uh, people like what I'm doing. I think it was, I think it was Strobe Lights. Um, on a project I dropped, what was that, 2017, called uh, called Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, Strobe Lights was the first song on it, and people were just like, yo, this is a dope sound, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not, like, overly sappy, even though it's maybe for the ladies, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Like, it, it was a dope sound for me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that that was the first one, though, you know. Cause the I, people started that, to receive. Yeah, for sure. Other than that, it was always, like, I was – freestyling on other people's shit or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, something like that. If you could distri- describe who you were and your music style in the Kelsey chapter, uh-huh. how would you describe that and outline that? Like, who were you at that time making music? 
still trying to figure it out. Like I was mm-hmm. still rough around the edges, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and still trying to figure out what my sound was. Like, I know who mm-hmm. I was listening to and all of that kind of shit, but mm-hmm. it's like I had to try to create my own style and my mm-hmm. own sound based off of what it is that I wanted to talk about. And you're doing everything solely independent at this time? What, did you have a little collective at all, or was it? At this moment. I mean, the people that are in this in this room, you know, have helped PMG, me right? PHG. PHG. Yeah, PHG. Yeah, yeah. And describe what that collective means to you. Shit, those are, you know, mainly like my, my brothers. And what it fully stands for. Uh, so Purple Hearts Global. So it's militant royalty. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like, you know, get into your dreams by any means necessary. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and basically having, like you said, that relentless mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's my brothers. It's more so like a quiet as kept sort of thing, even mm-hmm. though like, you know, I broadcast it or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But it's just something that we've, you know, embraced as well as, you know, like a... Um, we mm-hmm. we have like a subgroup or whatever we call it, memories because it's just like that's what we've been building with one another through the years mm-hmm. over 10 years now we've all been you know best friends we picked up a bunch of homies along the way because you know we got a lot mm-hmm. of mutual friends of and course. shit too so you know it's just been it's been nothing but family nothing but love you know what i mean so it's near and dear to me for sure and y'all went from baltimore all to la same time no nah, i mean my brother that's here right now too icy um brandon but you know we we gonna call him too icy for the for the simple fact that that's where he's known at mm. in the music world. Mm-hmm. Um, he moved out here with me. Uh, and how long ago? Along, was that? The, along the same lines, it wasn't even like a joint decision, but mm-hmm. it was like kind of one of those things. Like nigga, we about to be out here together, nigga. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, were you scared for that decision, like to move out here? Like, were you confident that you were gonna make some shit shake, or were you a little a, a little, little bit a of little both? It was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just I know when I'm put in the right position and in the right circumstances, mm-hmm. like. You know, it's easy for me to really go full fledged for it because mm-hmm. it's like I have no choice now. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm putting myself in that box for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's, it's 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 a matter of finding that way out of that box. You know what I mean? So it was a little bit of both mm-hmm. um, nervousness as well as like being like, okay, like we about to get to it. And for people from Baltimore who have a dream to come out here, what advice would you give? Shit. To them, to like 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 mindset wise, like how do you? prepared for this move i know i know like i did the same move i moved here from dc too and for me it was a it was a real culture shock number one. Oh yeah and two it was just a level of independence you you just need a lot more of over here because everything you yeah. want to get you're gonna get have to get on your own right 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 so i mean i think just the way that we've been battle tested you know growing up in general mm-hmm. you know in that environment i just say just take that same tenacity and apply it out here mm-hmm. like there's a lot of a lot of people that you can relate to um, when it comes to like the real like yeah uh in-depth mm-hmm. la you know community and whatnot mm-hmm. but a lot of people are transplants out here you most know what people saying? are so transplants most out here. most yeah besides that you, nine that, that you're gonna run into oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to you yeah but uh just take that same that same energy that same tenacity that you know that hustle that grind that you you got to get out you mm-hmm. know what i mean because none of us essentially want to stay there i know like i have you know niggas that i know that have never seen outside of Baltimore, you, you mm. feel me? Like, or just, um, but they, they're hungry still, mm. you know what I'm saying? But they don't have the resources, they don't have the outlet. You know, I kind of I kind of do it with that in mind also, you know what I'm saying? I'm blessed, you mm. know? I, I got lucky, I got sure. a break, you know? So if you are fortunate enough to make that transition, mm. make the most of it, you know? And describe I mean? that break, like back. describe your chance. Like when you came out here, how'd you start to make some moves? I just knew the right people. Knew the right I mean, people. I, I kind of, I got lucky. Like I said, my big bro, uh, Jay Murphy, kind of, you know, really, mm-hmm. you know, put a, put a hand on my shoulder, essentially, and, you know, was just like, you know, come with me. He had already mm-hmm. been out here, what, now, seven years, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And he's mm-hmm. 
a resident DJ at a lot of the most popping clubs. So, you mm-hmm. know, he's in and out of these different circles. Mm-hmm. Um, so he kind of, he helped me to get acclimated really sure. quickly, so to speak. That's a blessing. Oh, not, sure, not everybody 100%. has that. And most people crave that. That's my duh. Love that nigga to death. Yeah. And I know you were in a relationship. Was that when you first got out here? Yeah. That or that, was, did that start happening nah, that was a little bit later? One of the reasons I expedited, you know, my move, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were dealing with one another prior to... Prior, prior to that. Right, prior to my move. How did the exposure on... We're not even going. We're not even going. We're not even going to go there. We're not going to go to the show. We're not going to go to the show. Or not, not Period. The game, none of that. None, none of that. Nah. But the added attention that I know you received. You edit that out. Period. I it's going to be gone. All right, um, <laughs> the added attention that I know you received through just your network that you grew out here, mm-hmm. how that started to affect the popularity in your music? Just the more listeners you started to receive. Um, I think that, you know, like, I can say, you know, since our relationship was televised and everything mm-hmm. like that, like, there's definitely been new new ears and mm-hmm. whatnot that have, you know, been trying to attach onto what it is that I represent mm-hmm. because I think that I shed my light really in a genuine and a positive way mm-hmm. on, you know, on the network or whatever the case may be. And people are like, damn, like, you know, we fuck with him. Like, let's mm-hmm. hear what he has to say mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I don't, I don't ever... Um, deny that nor mm-hmm. do I you know shy away from that or whatever right. the case may be but um you know essentially I was doing me prior to mm-hmm. you know what I mean so Hell it's yeah. just like I'm it was a, just it was some added flavor into yeah the mix. exactly it was like it was always coming anyway mm-hmm. so how am I gonna carry it now how do you li- how do you like being on tv was that something that was uncomfortable for you or is it something you stepped into at first hell yeah mm-hmm. it was definitely uh an uncomfortable sort mm-hmm. of situation mm-hmm. um I had to get acclimated mm-hmm. like I think, you know, being around cameras and whatnot and, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of being guided as to, like, uh, what the discussion of the day is going to be. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't fake or anything like that. Nothing mm-hmm. was, you know, scripted, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But it was just like a, excuse me, so um, this is where you guys left off. Like, okay, so how are you mm-hmm. guys feeling now? Definitely. Sort of thing. So it was just like, I'd rather just be in a room and let the shit, let the shit just happen organically. Right. So it was just like, okay, um, you know, and, and realizing mm. that anything that you say can and will be used mm. against you in the court sure. of TV. <laughs> you of know course, what I mean? that's so, just, it's a whole it's a whole different realm. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was different, but mm. uh, shit, I just treat that shit with finesse. Right, so, yeah. and then and it added to your platform. So you building this music career out here. You just released a project called "What's Done Is Done." What's done is done. Yeah. Describe the inspiration behind that project. Uh, so largely in part, it was my you know most recent relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly speaking, not not wholly, mm-hmm. but you know, I think that I just wanted to cover like that whole spectrum of love. I that's what I, that's what I felt while listening to the project. It was yeah. like I felt you started in one place. Yeah, for you sure. You told the whole you told the whole chapter. Exactly. You ended with, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So it it was kind of like a a tell off for me, or you know, me wanting to get out mm-hmm. where my head has been over the past few months, and like you know, mm-hmm. some of the experiences that I've gone through, just in general like Mm -hmm. even outside of my relationship Mm -hmm. and whatnot and you know dealing with um new new situations or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be but i wanted to cover like i said a a spectrum for everybody to be able to relate to it in some way you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so yeah i start talking about i think that the you know like the first song for example is very like personal Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but then it gets into like a point where it's like a 
you know, oh, I've all, I've been here. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. new interest, like oh, she she want to be my shorty, whatever. Like I don't know, I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. I should probably leave, but I can't. Like I'm being held onto it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then all the way up into the end, where it's just like you know, I'm throwing my hands up about the situation. Yeah. However, it happens is how it's gonna happen. I'm charging mm-hmm. it to the game. So and how you use um, sorry, you good? Um, how, and how you use your storytelling through music. Everything is very authentic. I can tell the way you write is super organic. I appreciate that, yeah. Describe your writing process for the album. Um, was it something that you were writing while you were in this relationship or something yeah. you wrote after it ended? Yeah, so there was a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be revealing and say basically like the first song, for example, Trust mm-hmm. Me, since it is so personal, it was while we were still, or while I was still in my relationship, my most recent relationship. Mm-hmm. So that was very like, triggering because mm-hmm. it was like I had to get this off my chest you know what I mean and mm-hmm. it's like um she wasn't really the the very like communicative type as far as like wanting to like mm-hmm. talk things out at least not on not on my time you know mm-hmm. whatever right. so it was my way of being like okay well I'm about to get this shit out some way mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like again me having to take that that energy and put it into something positive mm-hmm. opposed to into something negative so mm-hmm. Uh, that was during, some of it was after, I don't think that any of it was before though. Yeah, it was all either during or after, just depending on the song. But um, as far as the process itself, the writing process itself, it was like, it varied depending on, most of it I was I was writing while the beat was being made and I was actually like helping to In curate the, the beat curate the as well. Yeah, because I'm very particular about like how I want this shit to work. Like Two Icy will tell you, you know what I'm saying? Um, when we sit down and we make the intro, because he's done the intro for my last two projects, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is this is how I need this shit to sound because right. I, I got some shit to say. You, you know what I mean? You like, want to be heard. I want to be hollowed out, whatever the case may be. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I just try to I try to be involved with the process in in large. You That's know important. I, mean? I think as yeah. an artist, as an artist building yourself up, yeah, it's important to understand and be active in all facets of that part of your for project sure. and your art. Yeah. How would you describe yourself in love? While I'm in love? How, how do you describe, describe who you are as a person in love? Like, are you, uh, are you, what do you say? You're someone who's like a very much a relationship person, fully like, when you're in a relationship, you're fully all in. When I'm, when I'm fully committed, I'm, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't tolerate any of the outside shit or any mm-hmm. of that. Like, I'm, I'm very fully invested in my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, what they have going on, what they want to have going on, you right. know, because I feel like I can take that shit to the next level. Like, Definitely. I'm more than just a music artist. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a gold mine, you know what I mean? So I mm-hmm. just uh, I just feel as though I want to be, you know, all, all of that and more, best friend, lover, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, um, when I'm in a relationship. It takes for, it takes a while for me to get there, though, because, you know. Yeah, you, what's your my, sign? I have my trust issues and shit. I'm a Libra. Okay, I feel it. Yeah. So, I feel it. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a... Um, <laughs> You're a Libra, huh? No, I'm not no? a Libra, oh, but I, I, say, I, I know okay. I know some Libras. I know some Libras. I get it. Oh, <laughs> she about the bashes. I didn't say she I didn't say bashes, nothing yeah. like that. You know, I thought in my head, and that's that on that. Yeah. Um, but more it's positively, what would you say are your most positive traits? Those that you listed. To, attention, attention to, to detail, detail, like you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. um, understanding, trying to see things from a different perspective. As long mm-hmm. as like you know, there's a way for both of us to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Um. And shit, just just being there, like I'm reliable, you mm-hmm. know, very reliable and resourceful, whatever the case may be. I think like um, I just have a positive outlook on life as well as love. You know what I mean? 
hopeless, whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, you know, so I, I carry that energy into it. But it just takes me a long time to get there. To That's get the unfortunate thing because, you know. I mean, I say that as unfortunate like and fortunate because you're being authentic yeah. to yourself. For sure. um, what do you say are some of your negative qualities? In I love? have a low tolerance for bullshit. That's a negative quality, you think? I'll say negative. Your negative qualities, that, like looking inward, like some negative qualities you have. While to you're me, that's to me that's negative that's because negative? I don't I don't leave a lot of room for mistakes. Mm. And I I know that as humans we make mistakes, and mistakes will continue to be made. But mm. it's like for me, since I've had situations that have fucked me up mentally or whatever the mm. case may be, it's like as soon as you, all right, but and you just be out, you be out, ooh, out. I mm-hmm. think that that's a that's a negative. There's no room for error. There's just not. There there, there is, but it's it's gonna take a lot. Then afterwards, like after you make that mistake, mm-hmm. for you to get back into where I was, especially if I'm like if I was wide open, you feel me? Right. And I was super allowed, vulnerable, super yeah, there. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's super take committed a lot for me to get there. Cause, I mean, you know, again, it's just like I'm not doing that shit to you. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be mm-hmm. cognizant of the fact that I'm not doing it and mm-hmm. conscious of it. So you know, I think that that's a negative. Um, trying to think of another negative i'm not about to sit here and lie and say that i'm perfect right. I'm definitely of course not, not. We not none of us are you perfect know. but i think it's important i think you're a very organic and as i said earlier and an accountable person yeah so i operate on emotion though i'm, a, I'm mm-hmm. an artist at the end of the mm-hmm. day so a lot of it is very like you know what i see mm-hmm. and what i feel if mm-hmm. i don't have both of those then shit you know something isn't isn't right and it's not gonna sit well with me and if there's a quality you wish you had that you don't currently possess what would it be we talking like superpowers or some shit? <laughs> no, like you know, the, I like, be able to read minds. <laughs> I mean, that would be fine. That would be super fine. You know what I mean? But I meant it in a way like you know, um, a quality I wish I would have more in relationships is patience. I'm not a patient person at all. You know, and something that's something I wish and I see in others, and it's like okay, that's a real positive trait. I, I, I don't, like I don't have that. that. I'm patient. Mm-hmm. I like to think that I'm patient. There's a difference, mm-hmm. you know, in in being patient and just being stepped over like i'm not mm-hmm. like stepped over i think that i'm patient though mm-hmm. um as far as a quality that i wish i had though i think that i wish i was able to listen in times where no person would feel that they should be listening if that makes sense say so that I, one more time a little bit slower let me, let so me, let being me able that. to listen in times where no no person in their right mind feels as though they should be listening See, like you said, you're you're not with the bullshit, so you won't exactly. always just listen. When so it's once, like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's like since I'm not with the bullshit, it's just like okay, maybe I'm seeing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should take the time to like listen mm-hmm. and like really figure out like where your head was mm-hmm. and shit like that. But I'm kind of like I'm already in my head. I'm already you're already gone. I'm already, you're already gone. Out of here. I'm already done. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. being able to listen and process it in a way that. Um, you know, it's not selfish, so to speak. Interesting. I'm able to see it in a, in a different perspective, mm-hmm. but you have to be forthcoming. Interesting. You know, so. Yeah. That's very interesting. So utilizing all these emotions with love, how do you see your music evolving from here? Is it something you always want to include your music? Is it something that, you know, represent a chapter in your life? I you always, want to tell new stories? I always speak introspectively and retrospectively when it comes to my music anyway. Okay. Like, it's all, like, personal experience slash, like, mm-hmm. what I'm going through now whatever the case may be so yeah i think it'll always be there because i mean at the end of the day like you know you would you attract people in your daily sure. you know and you routine. just being you just being who I'm you just are being me you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. shit if i'm if i want to talk about nigga 
hitting licks, I, I experienced that. Okay, I'm gonna do that. If I want to talk mm-hmm. about where I came from, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about that. If I want to mm-hmm. talk about shorty I'm dealing with right now, I'm gonna talk about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And anybody is liable to be be a subject mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. in my narrative in my mm-hmm. world. You know what I mean? So, and it's all it's all in in love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but at the end of the day, like if I get in a situation and something goes wrong, like again, this is my this is my art. This is my way to. Uh, to share who you are and, and to share feel. yeah you know so it's gonna be that too for sure so i think it'll always be there probably and circling back to what's done is done what can we expect next with this release so we have any videos coming soon any leading singles you want i love tripping oh i appreciate that's my it, shit yeah. i was playing that all Produced day produced by 2 icy again okay my period bro. he here uh, yeah yeah my nigga's in the building mm-hmm. uh <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I do a lot of like. I do a lot of drops. I want my niggas to get all I mean, their credit and shit. I mean, that's how you Shout out to Travy, Sophie in here, Mo, Zami, my nigga Domingo. Anyway, I'm doing all the shout out, shout outs and shit. We right here now. though. Uh, I got a big support system. I mm-hmm. love my village. But um, what else? What was I about to say? Oh, oh, what's coming next? So mm-hmm. I've been ruffling a lot of feathers and shit when it comes to um, the visual aspect of like the project and everything mm-hmm. because I'm fresh out of a relationship and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And people are just like, oh the audacity you know what i'm saying so i think i'm gonna I'm a continue to do do that drop like periodic videos and shit where mm-hmm. it's you know kind of getting the the eyes and then mm-hmm. following up getting the ears uh i'm gonna give you a little bit of an exclusive now i'm actually gonna do a um deluxe version of the project uh with slim k okay, um, cool. who does all of the chopped and screwed shit basically out of houston um via the Chop Stars, OG Ron C, and Slim K. So cool. Slim K is going to do a, a chopped and screw version of what's done is done, selected cuts, and I'm going to put, you know, one or two extra joints on there that weren't on the project, actually. Mm-hmm. That's going to be dope. Stylistically, what made you decide to do that? That's cool. I've always been a big fan of chopped and screw music, and I've mm-hmm. done a lot I've done a lot of work with Slim when I, mm-hmm. you know, I used to do collaborative shit with, like, ASAP Mob and whatnot. Um, so we, we connected in that, in that way, and I've been mm-hmm. on a couple of his projects. Mm-hmm. So... You know, I reached out. I, I happened to be like fooling around with a video and whatnot, and I happened to slow my slow my like tempo down of mm. the video and everything. And I was like, "Yo, this shit sounds dope." I hit him up at like mm. three o'clock in the You're morning. Like, I, I'm or feeling like, this vibe. Nigga. I actually want to keep building on this <laughs> exactly. and keep doing more. Exactly. So we we came together with you know, I, I pitched the idea, or whatever. And we came together with a you know mm-hmm. common ground for it. And it's like we don't want to force the ones that aren't gonna sound good. For sure. Chop not slop is what he what he mm-hmm. calls it. But um, but you know, I wanted I wanted that that extra flavor on the joints that I already had. So a lot of the like R&B mm-hmm. sounding cuts or whatever, mm-hmm. or just joints that are going to sound good in that, in that effect. Is there a favorite record you had off the project? Somebody just asked me this earlier and it was hard for me to come up with. I think it just depends. Come on. on. I know you have one. There's one, there's one you always go back to and replay. No. So honestly, my, I want to say, I want to say it's between, Damn, I don't. <laughs> it just depends on my mood, <laughs> okay, man. Okay, so I then, think, like, when you're at your happiest, okay, when what I'm are you at my happiest, up? tripping. When you're at your saddest, lonely together. And why that one? Like, what about the story of that record? Uh, yeah. So Speaks that was to that emotion. Lonely together was basically, you know, me realizing that like, shit, what's 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 going on with my situation isn't going. The way I planned it, so I have somebody else who's willing and about it. I'm about to take that trip to her house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or she's about out. to take that trip to me. You know mm-hmm. what I 
Um, and that's right after after Rearview. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like, you know, what I was saying. Like, basically, like, you got me fucked up. Like, I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm about to just do what I do elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot involved with that record as far mm-hmm. as, like, what I'm saying. You feel a way, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But you did it. You did this. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just speaking to like the raw emotion of where my head was where your you know head what was I mean? at or, that time you know and not while we were in our relationship or whatever the case may be it was like right after it was just like cool you know whatever mm-hmm. i'm about to be i'm about to be out here i'm back out here you know what so I mean? you being back to this self yeah how are you moving forward how do you describe the brand you've evolved just evolved into um shit well oil machine now like i'm new I'm, year new me is that is that the energy this year i don't i don't like using <laughs> you know what i mean i don't like piggybacking on that but shit, y'all I mean, said nah. that's the, <laughs> that's not it that's not it i mean that's the that's the mentality so to uh-huh. speak without saying it but it's just like you know i'm gonna always be the same me but i think mm-hmm. that i'm just going harder than ever you know what i mean and this is your time to really prove yourself oh yeah for sure and just be and be that person yeah exactly i, I can't lose myself again you know what i mean mm-hmm. You so think you lost yourself in this, in, this, in, in this past relationship, or you lost yourself in the in your pat in the journey you in, the, the, the in the journey of life. Years, in the yeah, journey yeah, of life. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, I would say that, but you know, re- regaining regaining my steps. You know what I mean? And, Hell and yeah. Really going for it for sure. Okay. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for this that. journey. I'm happy that you're independent. I'm and I'm liking what you're doing. On your own, and you're you're I'm building your start up a bidding war. Fuck that. I mean, but okay, so you're not <laughs> even trying to stay independent. Nah. Uh, and a shit in a perfect world, in but perfect I mean world, that's just not like, how it you want the bag. ends up happening. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna like, get that. Well, you gonna get the bag. I'm gonna get that regardless. Period. And that's on yeah. Baltimore. That's on me. That's, <laughs> that's on, on me. God, that's on, on my city. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's on everything. Exactly. Well, MX, I appreciate you for stopping by the kickback sessions. I appreciate kicking you back with that. me. Thank you for sharing your story. One hundred percent. And being yourself, and you know, being real. I feel like niggas don't do that nowadays. So I for you to like look in the word and be vulnerable, I appreciate. Thank you. All right, you already know. We out. Baltimore shit, yeah.